Hello all you beautiful people out there in podcast land. I'd like to welcome you to episode 3 of Prisoner of My Own Mind. This one today is titled Caregivers and Panic Attack, Anxiety and Depression. And how they all go together. Um... First off, I have a little announcement to make. I do have the website up. It's running now. You can get to it by clicking on the link and go to it. And you can now start um, joining in the conversation. Um, It gives you the opportunity to add your own little mini bio if you want to. And There's two or three little videos on there that shows you how to start interacting if you want to so but anyway um, there's that but um, the reason that I wanted to talk about being a caregiver and uh, having anxiety disorder and panic attacks and depression is because I took care of my mom for almost seven years and she had dementia um, she passed away January the 5th of this year and um, I started taking care of her like I said uh, it was almost well prior to her passing away it was almost almost seven years <clears throat> and um, when I first moved in to start taking care of her she was just you know starting to show the signs of dementia and and then there on the end it was terrible and so my anxiety and and depression ramped up as her dementia ramped up it developed more as her dementia developed and it was it was difficult um During that time, I made, I don't know, three, maybe four written blogs, Um, started them. Uh, One of them, I called it Living in a Glass Cage. Uh, I think another one was called um, Living with Dementia or something like that. Anyway, um, I was trying to communicate what it was like you know to 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 live that life and you know to just focus on that one subject now the living in the glass cage blog was basically just pertaining to mainly the panic attacks and the anxiety disorder and the depression um, and where I got living in a glass cage idea from was like I was inside of a glass cage and I was looking out and I could see the world but I couldn't touch it there was just that that little bit of distance between me and the real world and I couldn't I couldn't live with I couldn't touch it I couldn't live in the real world I could see it and I could almost feel it, but I couldn't. And 
so that's where I came up with that name. And I almost named this podcast that, but uh, I thought Prisoner of My Own Mind was better because uh, literally, when, as you know, when you have anxiety disorder and depression, you literally are a prisoner in your own mind or of your own mind, uh, especially when you have... Um, when your anxiety level is really high and you uh, your depression is uh, you're, you're you're going through one of your stages um, whether it's the ma- a major stage or even a minor stage you know what it's like to be literally a prisoner of your own mind so that's why I named this podcast that uh, but getting back to um, the subject of the podcast, being a caregiver and having anxiety disorder and depression is really difficult because watching a loved one, especially your mother, devolve into or from a, a very active, wonderful, smiling, always, you know, laughing woman who loved to cook, who was an awesome cook. And I'm not just saying that because she was my mama. But, I mean, the woman could cook practically anything. And, um... Uh, I will say this, she made biscuits that people from six different states absolutely loved, and every time they would come in for a visit or whatever, she would have to make biscuits so they could take them home with them, and she would always either make 24 or 36 biscuits or whatever, and and, and they would they would take them home with them. Um so you know i mean that's just the the, the type of woman that she was and and she you know in the tradition of the south she learned it from her mom and her mom learned it from you know so and i learned my cooking skills from her uh now i'm not going to sit here and talk about my cooking that's not what this is all about but to watch her go from from that energetic person woman to what she became was was devastating for me and it caused I believe it caused my anxiety and my depression to to really spiral out of control and it's not her fault. I'm not, I, of course, never ever would I blame her. And it was my choice to take care of her. Now, we did have, I did have, you know, help there for the last, I don't know, two or three years as far as an aide, you know, to come in and would sit with her. But even then, I was unable to really go anywhere or do anything because I couldn't be gone for more than two or three hours. And, she would get upset wanting to know where I was and she would start um, 
uh, want, she would start asking where I was, and then she, and, she, and like I said, she would get upset, and then I would have to come back home. The longest that I could really be away was about four hours, and uh, I would start getting phone calls. Um, your mom's, you know, really tore up. She's wanting to know where you are, how you are, whatever. So then I would have to come back home. So really, my life consisted of going to the store, going to the doctor, um, and then being here. And it was a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week type of thing. Even though, you know, I did have aid, and I was able to lay down, you know, like during the day when... Uh, uh, especially if I was having a panic attack um, or if my depression was um, really, uh, if I was in one of my stages, uh, a real bad stage of my depression. Um, and as you all well know that have depression, all you know all you want to do is, is just lay somewhere, uh, cover up, and make the world go away. And that's what I, I did a lot. Uh, especially the last four years um, so it was really difficult for me but I would do it all over again even in the condition I'm in now uh, as far as my mental health goes because she was my mom I always told her you know she raised me because my mom and dad they got divorced when I was five and she raised me, and I always told her that if she ever needed anybody to take care of her, it would be me. And it just so happened to turn out that that's exactly what happened. Um, my two older brothers, I had two older brothers, and uh, the middle one, the one closest to me, he was 16 years older than me. He passed away back in about 2008 or nine, I believe. And then my oldest brother, he was like 17 years older than me. And he passed away about a year and a half or maybe two years before mom did. And um, so it's it was really rough, especially after he, he passed away because he lived here. And, you know, uh, he would up, up until... You know, uh, then he would sit with mom while I went to the doctor or the store or, or whatever the case may be. But uh, that was it. That was it, really. Um, and then, you know, after, you know, she was in that stage, she was getting into the final stages of dementia uh, at that time, and she would you know ask where is he and uh, wonder why he ain't called and um, you know different things like that which you know made it doubly hard on me because you know I couldn't just keep telling her you know that he passed away because it would just everything would start all over again and it was just for her it was you know like living it all over again every time I told her like it was brand new and for me, it was pretty much the same thing because I had to watch her. So to be a caregiver to an elderly parent who has dementia and, and, and to have the depression and the anxiety 
is a real challenge. And for those of you out there that, that like me, have it and are dealing with it, just know that, you know, it's hard, but it's doable. Um, you just have to, um, you have to, you have to figure out your own way through it. And if you have to have help, you know, don't be afraid to ask for it, you know, from whoever. Whether it's brothers, sisters, neighbors, uh, uncles, aunts, whoever. Um, you know, if you need that 10, 15 minutes, uh, that hour, don't be afraid to ask for it. Because, uh, you know, it's it, it's rough. It's hard. And, and for those of you that do it and have been doing it, you know that. For those of you that may possibly just be starting out doing it, trust me. You'll 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 want to listen to this and you'll want to heed what I'm saying. And if you go on to the website and um, if anybody has posted that has this experience other than me, and you're just starting out and you read it, uh, you know, listen to the advice. Um, like I said, it's well worth it, in my opinion. Uh, for, uh, especially uh, with my. Uh, the way I was raised, uh, my my traditions, my um, you know the way, like I said, the my I can't think of the word that I'm looking for, uh, so I'm just going to say traditions again, um, because you know I'm from the south, um, uh, the Appalachian Mountains. Uh, I'm just a country boy, a hillbilly, as I always call myself. And, you know, we were raised and taught, you know, to take care of our own, own, own people, our own folks, our kinfolk, and uh, especially our parents. And that's what I did. And, um, you know, even, you know, it extended out to our neighbors and to our other loved ones and our other kinfolk. So, um, you know, we helped each other. But it's not like that today, you know. Um, unfortunately, I'm not going to get on a one of those rants, but um, it's it's just not like that today. It's not like it used to be, and times have changed so much that the old traditions have passed on. They're gone, and I truly believe that you know my generation is more than likely. One of the, if not the last generation to adhere to and um, honor those traditions and those, uh, those, that way of living. And um, so if you have the chance and you have the opportunity to be a caregiver to your mom or dad, um, even if you have anxiety and depression, like I do, like so many of us do, um, don't don't give up on it. Don't say no. Give it a chance. At least try. It's it like I said. It's well worth it. I do have my regrets <clears throat> because there were times that. You know, uh, mom, she was having her really bad days. 
and um, I was having my bad days, and especially when my young son was here. I've got a younger son, and um, you know how you know young little young boys are five, four, five, six, you know, seven years old. They're um, co- constantly wanting attention and just everything that goes with being a little boy. Or even a little girl, toddlers and what have you. But, um, you know, there there were times that I had both of them coming at me at the same time. And I was going through uh, one of my high stages of depression. And plus, you know, my anxiety level was really high. And and there was times that that was going on. Plus, I was having panic attack. A major panic attack. And, you know, it was... It was really, really difficult, and uh, but I made it somehow. I made it, and you can too. Um, I guess this is kind of an encouragement podcast, but uh, I did, I did, I thought of it this morning after I got up. Because, well, actually, mainly because I was missing Mama. And I thought, well, you know, maybe there's other people out there that have, you know, what we have. And they are a caregiver, or they may soon become a caregiver, or they may be asked to be a caregiver. And maybe this will help. I don't know. But anyway, um, I, like I said, I do have, just to kind of remind you, I do have the website is up now uh, it's accessible and you can go and you can you know make you a little mini bio you, you can actually join the site uh, it doesn't cost anything to join it um, but uh, you can uh, make your own little mini biography thing and, and then you can add your uh, your little story to it or comment or ask questions or uh, you know, just whatever. So, uh, I encourage you to do that. Uh, I'm interested in hearing from you, my listeners. Um, I did notice that uh, uh, that uh, my listening base is kind of going up a little bit with each progressive podcast, which I appreciate very much. Very, very much. And... Um, I hope that these podcasts help. I hope that they uh, they strike a, not a nerve, but I hope that they they hit home and they hit base with you. And you know, you can sit back and listen to them, and you can say, "Yeah, I've been there. I, I've done that." Uh, he's you know what he's talking about is is exactly where I've been, and, and it's exactly what I've I've felt. So. That's why I do them. You know, that's why I started doing these. Because I want you to know that you're not alone. And, and I'm not alone. So, but anyway, um, don't forget to subscribe. And go to the website. And uh, go ahead and, you know, get started up on it if you would like. And I still haven't decided yet on the monetization of the podcast. I really didn't look at it this morning. I started to, and then something came up. But um, 
I may do that yet. I don't know yet. So, but anyway, until next time, I just want you to know that I appreciate you. I thank you very, very much. And uh, I'll catch you all on the flip side. Thanks a lot.